all-American half pound of sweet pure beef patty, lettuce, tomatoes, singles. This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. I'm Adrian Madoc. We are in a band, The Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're also record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. And this is episode um, 021. Ah. And we are both, um, Adrian and I are both on a undertones sugar high because oh my God. <laughs> uh, th- this episode is about the undertones from Northern Ireland and it's about their single, My Perfect Cousin, from their second album, Hypnotized. And we just watched a documentary from 2001 with John Peel in it about the undertones called a, Teenage Kicks, the story of the undertones. A complete sleeve of, <laughs> <laughs> of And we are just, cookies. our heads are floating oh. around on the, 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 the amazing, amazing music of the undertones. They're so good. Um, both of us are sitting here watching it going, this is great. No, no, this is great. This is the best song ever. No, this is. So... Um, we want to talk a little bit about uh, the Undertones. They're just a wonderful, wonderful pop band. In general, and specifically, we did, you know, mm-hmm. single out one single, so to speak, right. that, that we will focus on today. But and there will be other Undertone singles where yeah. we will have to talk about. But uh, so this was 1979. They're on Sire Records, and uh, the second album. Um, the song is called "My Perfect Cousin." And um, I guess we're going to listen to some of it now. Yes, because we don't want to... Give it all away. We don't want to give it away, and we don't want to stand between you and and the the pleasure your ears are about to Pop perfection. Yeah. Yes. So here we go. The Undertones from 1979, My Perfect Cousin. Got a full-length sheepskin jacket My mask said it cost 
Okay, the undertones. Um, we had the pleasure of just watching the uh, video, the official undertones video for the song, which was actually directed by Julian Temple, and was filmed at the O'Neill Brothers uh, in the band their uh, their old house in this the back. Definitely early days for Julian Temple. Yes. who went on to films and, and yeah, elaborate videos. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the funniest video I think I've I've seen in a long time. The, the 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 undertones look like they're all twelve and they're just hamming it up, and uh, Free Girl is just uh, going crazy. And it's, there's a little uh, uh, Byzantine um, soccer game involved, which uh, ties in with the sleeve of the single. The little little roly poly soccer guys, and uh, or as they would say, football. Yes. And uh, the song is just amazing. Um, supposedly, it's uh, actually um, about one of the uh, cousins of somebody in the band. They won't say who, but uh, uh, who thinks that uh, the singer is a cabbage because he d- hates university challenge. <laughs> hates university challenge. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Yeah. And uh, we were watching the documentary, and they were saying that there's no way you can do an undertone song without singing in a in a dairy accent in from Northern Ireland. And it's true. Uh, Fear Grow Sharky has such a unique and and, and um, a unique and one of a kind voice uh, to say the same thing twice. Um, he's it's just a, you know they were saying that he won all kinds of awards in Catholic school for being in the choir and singing, and you can tell he's really he's really got a very one of a kind, a not very repeatable. Type right. of voice, and, and I don't know if you want to I'll call out the the documentary that yes. we just watched with BBC mm-hmm. um, from what twenty oh one. Yeah, um, John te- Peel was still in it. Yeah, he was the presenter, as they it, say. And it's teenage kicks, right? The story, the story of, of the Undertones, mm-hmm. and it's really well done. And yeah. um, talks to all the guys in the band, including um, Fiergal, Fiergal mm-hmm. who, who um, turned yeah. t- uh, tail and, yeah. and basically he was their own Yoko. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yoga from within. Exactly. But uh, it's just a great story, and there's great footage, and they just seem like the nicest guys. Um, they come from an area in Northern Ireland where the troubles were and the, the, all the political strife, the, the religious problems up there, and they, they got a lot of flack for, for not really singing about it, but there was a good point in the documentary saying that this is what they were doing. They were protesting against all the violence and the hate by writing positive, pop, uplifting, yeah. fun that, songs. That was their resistance. Yes. It was mm-hmm. the, the escapism. Yes. They started off pretty much as a Ramonesy type band. And right. Very pop oriented, mm-hmm. very um, short songs. Yeah. Buzzy guitars. Mm hmm. And uh, by the second album, they'd started already started to stretch out. Um, 
you know, obviously this song here is not just a, a three-chord, uh, uh, you know, Ramonesy-type song. There's a lot going on. There's stops and starts, and there's uh, there's lots of cool parts in it. And the lyrics are... Su- well, yeah. I don't want to use the word sophisticated, but the the lyrics are clever. Mm-hmm. They they are um, funny. They're funny. They're funny, yes. and mm-hmm. and uh, it's interesting because Fear Gold was so such a performer, yes. and, and certainly um, takes on sort of like uh, that that the mock anger of the song right. uh, in the video but right. he's not the lyricist right exactly it's not his perfect cousin i don't think <laughs> no i don't think so um one of the things i was going to say about the uh, the, the the song is um um, by the time they'd gotten to this second record, Hypnotized, they were really exploring some more pop angles, and they would go on even further in the, in the records to come. Um, our band, The Beef People, did uh, many, many times we covered the song Hypnotized. Yes. Uh, one of Adrian's uh, standout tracks. <laughs> and uh, uh, we're going to play in, you... In a, air a, quotes. A, yes, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to play you a little bit of us uh, doing have your, Hypnotized. Have your own air quotes ready. No, it's, it's, it's something I'm, I'm very proud of. Uh, um, we were talking about how there should have been an Undertones tribute band, and it could have been it's us. It's not too late. It's yes. not too late. <laughs> so here's the beef people doing Hypnotized back in the day. We'll play you a little bit of it right now. So there we go. The beef people hamming it up as pretending to be the undertones. Uh, we love that band so much. Um, so the documentary shows they reached a point there towards the end of Fear Girl just kind of gave up and he left the band and they were kind of left at loose ends for, for a while. And he was definitely odd man out in the band. Yeah. Um, you know, then they explained some of the reasons for that. But I, th- I think he was he was definitely alienated and... and um, really isolated by the rest of the band? Yeah, I think so. They they said that from day one it was kind of him and them. Right, and I think musically mm -hmm. they're very different than his solo career, which he's very proud of. Right, which which, is very, very a thing of the 80s. Like like cryogenically frozen (laughs) 80s. Not not the good part of the 80s. Right. Um, 
so then the guys, um, almost all the guys in the Undertones went on to form the band That Petrol Emotion, which were, were quite a thing in Britain, uh, made a little bit of a splash over here. We will be talking about them in a future podcast uh, soon, actually. And uh, another just amazing, excellent band. Uh, and then um, things went on for a while, and the Undertones have since got back together. Yes, and they have without a new, fear. Go or a new singer is, uh, mm-hmm. who doesn't have any of the. Well, I I don't know if they're affectations. Yeah. I think if anybody else put on the fearful right. voice, it would be an affectation. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, but he is Irish. And he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's got that going for mm-hmm. him for um, getting his his um, pronunciation around the lyrics, <laughs> the dairy style lyrics. But um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. They're they're back together. Oh. They're, they're singing teenage kicks, even though they're. 50 years old. Exactly. And I, what I was going to say is the parallel with the Ramones, really. That yes. We've got a Northern Irish Ramones here that right. are pretty much in the service of, of pop. And mm-hmm. um, just like the Ramones later had some political yeah. overtones in their songs, yeah. the undertones. They grew into it a little bit. Grew yes. into being a little more comfortable mm-hmm. and expressing some of their mm-hmm. political. Um, views right. of of the just disaster that was going on in yeah. Derry around them. Right, the, um, the Northern the, Ireland Troubles. And the club that they got their start in was actually built on a bomb site. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's stuff that they couldn't yeah, ignore. It was, it was literally at their feet. Weren't they talking about being searched when they went to school? Yeah, yeah. that, that mm-hmm. every day when they went to school, mm-hmm. you got searched. So, That's, the occupation, mm-hmm. growing up in occupation, really had yes. had to have... Provide some fuel for winning escapism, mm-hmm. and coming from a place um, kind of like my hometown in Scotland, Glasgow, where um, the people don't want you to get above your station. They don't want you to do anything that gets you out of the group, and uh, they're quite willing to pull you down a peg if you try to do something different. Uh, they, 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 the Undertones faced a lot of that in uh, Derry. Uh, and they talk about that, and they were getting a lot of stick from people, as they say. And uh, but they managed to overcome it. They got on top of the pops. They got a record deal. They made amazing records. And uh, my perfect cousin is just one of the many examples of the great singles that they put out. Yeah, but you know, together in their original form for a very short time, yes. um, rapid development. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about Positive Touch being yeah, my which is favorite, just one of my favorite records uh, ever. Just a perfect, yeah. a perfect record. And hypnotized. Well, yeah, but yeah. but um, positive touch to me is really like the undertones revolver. Yes, yes, you I know, agree. and that that you've got mm-hmm. um, this sort of perfect work with nothing, mm-hmm. uh, nothing out of place, every note, no, just right. Love it, absolutely love it. So, my perfect cousin, do you hear anybody covering this? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Let me think about that. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I, 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 nothing like really springs to mind to me. Maybe Morrissey, because <laughs> you could hear him moping that one up pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I, I, again, I think a mopey version yeah, might actually uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. it could support that. He is it the would king take. Of mope. Yeah, it would take. He's got the that underlying uh, mm-hmm. humorous. Um, Tone yes. that could, mm-hmm. you know, even in a mopier vein, mm-hmm. I think would retain that. Yep. Get that lighten up. Mm-hmm. Morrissey. Do you have a recommendation? 
what recommendation would be completely to uh, immerse yourself in the undertones that that yes. documentary would good, maybe there not other, be a good there, place to start there are other documentaries too right? there, there are mm-hmm. a bunch of them because yeah. I think that the YouTube is your friend with the undertones yes mm-hmm. and um, when you consider like John Peel mm-hmm. did he actually he was their champion. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, he you just know, loved the band. His epitaph to be. Yeah, he wanted teenage kicks on his headstone. So yeah, I don't so. know if he got it, but uh, he was definitely, he's the presenter in the, the, the documentary we saw. And uh, you can tell he just loves that band like like his own child. <laughs> Would they sort of blame him as, <laughs> yes. as, as, their, uh, as their parent? Yes, yes. So that would be my recommendation, too, which is basically the same as Adrian's. Uh, check out the documentary we were talking about, Teenage Kicks, The Story of the Undertones. Get hypnotized, get positive touched, get the first Undertones record, get a compilation. Uh, you can't go wrong. And we will be talking about the Undertones again and at that petrol motion as well. And so that's it for Singles Going Steady 021. Anything yes. else? No, I don't think so. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. See you soon. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for sharp people. people.